This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Om Saram to our listeners. I'm Glav Belimoria of Sri Shatasai Service Organisation of New Zealand. And I offer my most loving and humble pranams, the Lord's feet of our beloved Bhagwan, Sri Shatasai Baba. Today we have a very special program for you. This is part one of about Mahasuratri is on the 1st of March. And here is a, a recording that we did uh, from Prasanti. I think it was done in year 2006. And uh, Professor Rekhan Raman uh, sort of explains uh, how the Suratri was performed that year in Prasanti. So before we uh, go into that, let's have a Ganesh Bhajan. Here's one for you. Prashanti Nilayam traditions, typically this is how Shivratri is observed. On the morning of the festival day, Swami's boys sing songs. After that there is bhajan as usual and Swami retires. In the afternoon, everyone assembles in the divine presence for a discourse, which would then be followed by all-night bhajan singing. This all-night bhajan singing is a phenomenon in itself and merits a talk on its own, but I shall skip that. On the following morning, sometime 
after dawn swami comes back to the hall listens to bhajans for a while and then delivers one more discourse to bring the observance of shivaratri austerities to an end after that there is prasadam distribution which too is an event in itself this so to say is the standard script for a non lingodbhavam year and this was the way it was for many years until swami revived the lingodbhavam a few years ago last year it was announced well in advance that there would be no lingodbhavam and as was to be expected this resulted in a sharp decline in the crowds attending the function by the way Although it was announced last year that there would be no lingod bomb what actually happened was that after swami finished the discourse in the evening and sat down to listen to the bhajans suddenly there were strong symptoms that a lingam might emerge however swami summoned his car and sped away ultimately there was no lingod bomb at least in public this year too the crowds were much smaller probably because everyone expected that there would be no lingodbhavam and sunday evening passed off without any lingam emerging from swami in a sense many were glad because you know swami has to undergo enormous physical stress and strain while making the lingam come forth from him devotees told one another ah this year swami has mercifully spared himself the torture he has to undergo while bringing the lingam out came monday morning swami came out at around 6:45 and sat in his chair bhajans were going on as usual meanwhile a big group of swami's boys got busy bringing in fresh hot prasadam from the canteen in huge vessels and started parking them in cycle one hall for distribution after the conclusion of the proceedings i noticed though that they were doing things somewhat differently to the routine they usually followed I knew however that this must be on explicit instructions from Swami in all such things it is Swami who is truly the manager he decides even minute details and nothing can ever happen unless he personally orders it okay all this is fine but this is not what i wish to talk about today there we were all of us waiting for Swami to start on his morning discourse when i saw a few boys rushing to swami's interview room in itself there is nothing unusual in such a thing happening swami often gives instructions and swami's boys are so agile and alert that they dash to implement the instructions a minute later i saw these boys go back to where swami was seated with flasks towels and tumblers in their hands the moment i saw this my antenna went up i said to myself looks like swami is going to bring out a lingam and it was not just me the whole of soikalvanthal suddenly woke up from its drowsiness coming at the tail end of an all night vigil singing bhajans something that does not normally happen in the morning session was about to happen after last year everyone assumed that for the second time in the history of this avatar lingodbhavam would come to a stop what i mean is that way back Swami used to bring out the lingams regularly but then he put a stop to it for years and years and then most unexpectedly it became a star attraction so to speak when he revived the lingodbhavam phenomenon 
While everyone was thrilled to see this spectacular phenomenon, devotees also realized that Swami went through much physical pain and suffering before the Lingam emerged. Thus, many started praying that Swami should spare himself this agony and stop the Lingam and that's exactly what happened last year. And this year too, till Monday morning. But when on Monday morning it became clear that there would be a Lingod Bhavam this year, the huge audience snapped to attention and the singing of bhajans picked up in vigor and tempo. Everyone waited with bated breath while Swami started drinking glasses and glasses of water as he normally does just before the Lingam emerges. A big group of boys was seated behind Swami pouring out water from flasks into silver tumblers. Two boys kneeling on either side of Swami were tensely focusing on Swami, ready to support him by holding him. One of them would place tumblers in front of Swami, full of water, and offer the water to Swami whenever he signaled, which was every 15 or 20 seconds. That's how frequent it was. Swami would take the silver tumbler from this boy and drink the water. He would then hand the empty tumbler, which this boy would pick up and hand over to the crew behind, and position the next tumbler in readiness for offering to Swami. Swami was evidently feeling very hot, and big fans were placed on either side to blow cold air. After drinking water, Swami would wipe his face, and so kerchief after kerchief was offered. Frequently, Swami would use a small towel to wipe his face and mouth. Any number of towels were passed on. Meanwhile, some of the boys sitting behind would run to Swami's interview room to fill the flasks, bring more kerchiefs and more hand towels. In a sense, all this was not new. We had seen this for many years now, except of course last year. But what was unusual this time was the very long time it took for the lingam to come out. Five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, half an hour, forty-five minutes, and still the lingam would not emerge. By now, almost everyone was absolutely shattered and silently prayed, O oh, Swami, please let this agony end this very minute. But Swami's suffering continued. Meanwhile, the bhajan singing went almost haywire. Normally, when the lingam is expected, the team of singers, that is to say boys from Swami's men's colleges in Vrindavan and Puttaparthi, and girls from the Antapur College for Women, would take turns and sing fast, powerful and inspiring bhajans on Lord Shiva. This time too, it started off like that. But when Swami's suffering became prolonged, the singers could no longer maintain the traditional drill and rhythm. Instead, they cried out in their own way, perhaps coaxing the lingam to emerge and bring Swami's suffering to an end. Here is a sample of those extraordinary moments.
आई होप दैट ऑडियो क्लिप गेव यू एन आइडिया ऑफ हाउ थिंग्स वर दैट मॉर्निंग मीन वाइल स्वामीज बॉडी कंटिन्यू टू सफर सो मच दैट एवरी वन सीटेड एवरीवेयर कुड सी इट प्लेनली इट सीम लाइक एन एपिक स्टोरी इन विच अ फ्रेल ह्यूमन बॉडी इम्बॉडिंग द इनकारनेशन ऑफ गॉड स्ट्रगलिंग टू राइज टू द इनॉमस डिमांड्स ऑफ अ माइटी डिवाइन पावर विद इन टू ब्रिंग फोर्थ द अल्टीमेट सिम्बल ऑफ क्रिएशन फाइनली अबाउट वन आवर आफ्टर स्वामी स्टार्टेड शोइंग द सिम्टम्स ऑफ येट अनदर लिंगोद बॉम द मच अवेटेड लिंगम अपियर्ड एवर सो सडनली इट वॉज अबाउट एट फिफ्टीन एम लिसन नाउ टू द साउंड ऑफ दैट हिस्टोरिकल मोमेंट I would now like to digress and reflect for some moments on the significance of Lingodbhavan itself. People come from far and wide to witness the extraordinarily divine event and feel thrilled by it. That's understandable, but what exactly does that Lingodbhavan signify? That is what I would now like to dwell upon. Briefly, when Swami brings out a lingam from within, he is reminding us among many other things that behind creation there is a creator if there is a painting then there must have been a painter who painted the picture if there is a child then there must have been a mother who gave birth to that child everyone accepts these facts without any dispute whatsoever including the so called rationalists and atheists but when it comes to the universe itself say god created it and see how many feathers you ruffle it's not just that some people feel offended by the reference to god The more important point is that their vehement denial of God has done much harm to society. What we call good thoughts, good acts, etc., spring basically from God. Goodness is the representation of divinity at the human level. Swami as Krishna, as Shirdi Baba, and in his present incarnation has made very clear that goodness springs from godliness. Where there is love, there is God. without god there simply cannot be any love and without pure love there just cannot be any sacrifice and without sacrifice there cannot be any goodness a very large number of people are good by nature and silently they do a lot of good to society without the sacrifice of these people without the compassion shown by these people without the selfless service done by these people without the sense of duty exhibited by these people society would come to a grinding halt all these virtues are the manifestation of divinity within a human being let's have a small break and here is a shiva song for you Shiva Shiva Shambhu Tandava Priya Kara Shiva Shiva Shambhu 
So, the first point about Lingodbhavam is that it is a powerful reminder to us of the basic fact that behind creation there is a creator and that creator is God. These days there is a lot of talk about the DNA test and so on. Where heredity is concerned, everyone knows that a child must have the genes of the mother and the father. In the same way, if every atom in the universe has come from God, should not every atom and all things built from atoms have divine genes, if I may say so? This is exactly what Swami often tells us. He says, everything in the universe is divine, and there is nothing other than God. Swami has said this to us not once, not twice, but any number of times. And yet, why do we fail to take notice of it? Because we are so obsessed with the outer form of everything in the universe. This is all the result of a terrible disease called body consciousness. In its most virulent form, this disease makes everyone see just the outside, but not what is hidden within. Let me give a few examples, starting with the sun. Today, thanks to our knowledge of science, we say the sun is but a gas cloud that is burning. Deep inside, it burns elements like hydrogen via thermonuclear reactions. And the energy produced in these reactions is what comes out to us as solar radiation. Yes, all this is true, of course. But how come all this is happening? The modern scientists would just shrug and say, oh, that, it's all nature. This kind of reaction may not be harmful, but then one thing leads to another. And it's really dangerous to ignore the omnipresence of God. Let's take violence. If people saw God in others, would anyone raise a sword to strike another person? Remember those famous stories about animals and Shirdi Baba? How Baba taught one woman that he came as a dog and she rained blows on him? And how he told another woman that he came as a pig and she fed him most kindly? Yes, as the Vedas proclaim, God is in everything from the atom to the galaxies. And as Swami often reminds us by quoting a powerful line from one of St. Tyagaraja's song, God is in the ant and in the cosmos as well. What I am driving at is that Lingodbhavam is not a spectacle. But most unfortunately, that is what most of us tend to reduce it to by clamoring more for the photos and videos of that event rather than pondering about the deeper implications and the message that Swami is sending to us. Let's take a minute off to reflect on why Swami undergoes so much suffering to bring out the Lingam. Is it merely to thrill us? Is it merely for showing the Lingam to everybody by going wrong? Indeed, why does He, after going through so much physical pain, take the extra trouble to go wrong, holding up the newly created, brilliantly shining Lingam for all of us to see? The suffering of the divine body that we saw this year was something quite unusual and exceptional. In fact, Swami mentioned to a few devotees even on the previous day that he was beginning to experience pain inside. So, it was not just the painful struggle we witnessed on Monday morning. Unknown to the world, the birth pangs of creation, if I might call it that, had commenced 24 hours earlier. We all say that Swami brought out a golden lingam. Yes, that is true. But for a moment, just reflect on this fact. Can anyone have so much gold inside? The answer is no. 
Then, where from does the gold needed to form the lingam inside Swami come? Well, we'll find out next week where the lingam come from. Saram to you all. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.